before I will, before I go to the homily, let me just read to you a message from Father Terry Gensimer. He is the founder and also the executive director for the CEC for Life. Ano tong CEC for Life? Well, CEC for Life is a ministry of the Catholic, if the Charismatic Episcopal Church. It is a ministry, it is a, an organization that defends the rights and the life of the unborn. Yung mga bata na ina-abort sa mga abortion clinics. So we have a priest who heads this, who leads this. Pangalan niya si Father Terry. And you all remember him. Nakapunta na siya dito. He visited us. And uh, we kind of have, have an impact in his life. Kaya hindi niya tayo nakakalibutan talaga. So I asked him to scribble something for us, a message for us, and babasahin ko para sa inyo. Etong sabi ni Father Terry, Greetings to all of you in Kalibo and all over the Philippines. Today, we celebrate the feast day of our Lord, the giver of life, throughout our worldwide communion. We are all joined together to proclaim that all life is sacred. I am so honored to be connected with all of you as we celebrate life and join our voices to speak for those who cannot speak for themselves. Thank you for your labor in the vineyards of the Lord. I look forward to the day when I can be there with all of you face to face. Peace, love, and comfort be with you, with you all through our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. So he remembers us and he encourages us. So all throughout our international communion all over the world, ang CEC, ang celebrate ngayon is the feast of the Lord, the giver of life. And today, our gospel talks about children. Okay? We are celebrating life and in particular, the life of children. Our Roman Catholic brothers, they celebrate this day as the feast of the Holy Child Jesus, ang Santo Nino. Again, reminding us of how important children are to God. Okay? Now, as we celebrate life today, let us not forget our responsibility to always stand for life. Kaya tinatanong ako one time, sabi niya, ano ba ang in-church ninyo? Pro-life ba kayo? Sabi ko, paano naman yung simbahan hindi pro-life? Of course, the church is pro-life because we are recipients of the life of God. Tayo ang tumanggap sa buhay na ibinigay ng Diyos sa atin. Hindi tayo pwede maging anti-life. As a church, we live in the life of God. We live with the resurrection life of Christ. Therefore, we are always for life. Okay? 
pro-life talaga tayo. And today, as we celebrate this, iniisip ko talaga, how can we truly support and how can we truly defend life at this time na yung mga nakapalibot sa atin, you know, the circumstances around us always point to death. In the midst of death, how can we support life? How can we defend life? We do that by celebrating it. When I say to celebrate life, it means that we live out the purpose of our life. Every day we wake up, we have to be conscious. We have to be aware ano ang purpose ng buhay natin. And every day as we live out the purpose of your life, you are upholding and defending life itself. That's how we support life at this time. In our gospel today, Jesus put into our remembrance the importance of children because in the life of the church, ang buhay nag-uumpisa doon sa mga bata. That's how we start. Life begins here on earth with children. So, nire-remind tayo ni Lord through the gospel today the importance of children. And I wonder why itong start ng pandemic na to, yung atake talaga ng kaaway natin. He attacked the children and we are not even aware of it. Di natin alam. Kaya pag umpisa ng pandemic na to, nakikita natin yung mga nagkakasakit ay yung mga senior citizen. Pag umpisa ng pandemic, ang atake ng sakit nandun sa mga matatanda. So everyone was in panic, concentrating on the life of the adult. Yung mga bata naman, ay hindi naman sila inaatake masyado ng sakit. Iniwan sa bahay ang mga bata, ikulong ang mga bata sa bahay, bigyan ng cellphone. Give them a cellphone at open to them the internet. Kaya during pandemic time, while we are busy while we are busy facing the problems of pandemic among us adults, yung mga bata nandun sa tabi ng bahay, laro ng laro ng gadget. A year has passed and we have children who are now hooked up dito sa laro ng internet. While we are busy Facing the pandemic, the world was also busy discipling the children. Habang busy tayo na inaatupag natin yung sakit, yung mga, ang mundo naman ay busy rin, kinukuha ang isip at puso ng mga bata. That is why on the second year of pandemic, sabi ko, we will have to pray, we have to bring our children back. Why? If this goes on, pag hinayaan natin ito, we are going to have and we are going to lose a generation. Because yung mga bata matatangay na ng mundo. 
Okay? Their mind and their hearts will be taken away from God and they will become disciples of the world. And it's a sad story. Kaya pinagpray natin, pray that the children will be restored. Pinagpray natin yung mga bata makabalik na sa church. We, we tried our best yung mga teachers natin. Praise God for our children's teacher because they had to pray for them and create ways to get the minds of our children. Kaya a few months ago, we were allowed to have the children come back to church. Bumalik na yung mga bata. And I believe Satan was never happy because of that. Kaya nung pumasok itong Omicron, ang tinira ng sakit, mga bata na. It's always about the children. And this is something we need to understand as a church. Because Jesus Christ also emphasized Ang sabi niya, the kingdom of God belongs to the children. In our gospel today, the apostles, the disciples were busy arguing among themselves who is the greatest in the kingdom of God. Kasi yan ang attitude ng mundo. I have to be number one. I have to be the best. I have to be on top of everybody. That is our concept of greatness. And everybody strive to become great. And so the apostles asked Jesus, Oh Lord, sa kingdom mo naman, who is the greatest among us in your kingdom? And Jesus took a little child. And he stood the child in front of them. And this is what he said. I tell you the truth, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. You'll never enter the kingdom of heaven unless you become a child. Ang pinaka-standard ng Panginoon are children. As one time, nung nag-open na yung mga outreaches natin, we had outreach in several towns, several barrios dito sa Aklan, tinatanong ko yung mga nag-a-outreach. Sabi ko, ilan ang uma-attend sa outreach natin? Sabi nila, ah, sa Bible study ko, Father, meron pito, ikaw. Merong sampo sa Bible study ko. Ikaw, mahina nga, Father, yung Bible study ko, tatlo lang uma-attend eh. So, lima, pito, sampo, tatlo. O sabi ko, ilan yung mga bata? Ah, mga bata? Hindi namin binibilang ang mga bata. So, sabi ko, ilan ang mga bata na uma-attend? Sabi nila, ay kung mga unga, taron, ay abo-abo, taron. Yun. Why are we not counting the children? Yan ang yaman ng simbahan eh. That is where our wealth comes from. It's from our children. Kaya sabi ko, umpisa ngayon, pag nag-Bible study tayo, bilangin ang mga bata. Why? Because the target of our outreach are the children. The adults, yes, they bring the children with them. Pero ang pinaka-point natin yung mga bata. 
the more we would have children in the church, the more we will be reminded of what true greatness is. Children reminds us that in the kingdom of God, the way to enter the kingdom of God is through humility. And the children are example of humility. Without humility, we can never obey the gospel. Salvation comes through the gospel. We have to obey the gospel. Pero pag hindi tayo humble, we cannot obey the gospel. That's why Christ said, unless you change, unless you are transformed and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of God. Children are our model. Children in the church are our reminders. Every time you look at a child, you should be reminded that we enter the kingdom of God like little children. E paano pag tinanggal mo na yung mga bata sa simbahan? Sino mag-remind sa atin? Kaya mangyayari sa simbahan pag wala ng mga bata, puro mayayabang tayong lahat. Children will always remind us the necessity for us to be humble. Because in humility, that is the only time we can obey the gospel, obey the commandments that God demands from His people. Finally, Jesus said, Therefore, Whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Greatness does not come through your personal achievements. Greatness does not come to your title given to you by men. Greatness does not come through your position bestowed upon you by people. No. True greatness Genuine greatness comes through the grace and the love of God that is only received in humility. Without humility, you can never receive the love and grace of God. And if you do not receive it, no matter what your title is, you are never great in the eyes of God. So greatness begins with humility. And children are the best teachers of humility. What is the goal of humility? Bakit kailangan natin maging humble? Itong sabi niya, Whoever welcomes a little child like this in my name welcomes me. The goal of humility is not just salvation. Salvation is the byproduct. The goal of humility so that we can always welcome Jesus in our life. Yan ang purpose ng humility. Humility is not about being great. Humility is not about striving to become great in the kingdom of God. Humility is all about receiving Christ in your life. Having Jesus in your life. 
realizing in your life that God loves you very much. He loves you so much that He would even go to the cross and die for you. That is what the goal of humility is. We humble ourselves so we can welcome Jesus into our life. And we start welcoming Christ when we begin to welcome the children into our life. Today, as we celebrate the feast of the Lord, the giver of life, we are reminded of the many children who are now under threat because the world is trying to get rid of children. Why is Satan bakit hate talaga ni Satan ang mga bata? Why does Satan hate the children so much that he would even kill them by the thousands every day? Why is Satan so bent on destroying the lives of children? Bakit? Sinisira ni Satan ang mga pamilya. Bakit? Because he targets the children. If you destroy the family, you destroy the relation of the husband and wife, it's the children who will always suffer. Kaya iniisip ko yan palagi, bakit talaga ganyan katindi ang galit ng demonyo sa mga bata? Why? And I'm beginning to understand as we go through our life in the church, I begin to understand. Because children are not only heirs of the kingdom, they are also going to be the ones who will destroy Satan's kingdom. Children are a threat to the enemy. That's why he hates children. He tried to kill Jesus once when he was a child. He did not succeed in killing Christ when Christ was still a baby. Kaya tingnan mo nangyari. Tinalo-tuloy siya ng batang yan. On the cross, Satan was defeated. Now it's the time of the church. It is now the time for us to enforce that victory of Christ in the world today. And it begins with the children. That's why we have to nurture our children. One of the venues we can support life and defend the children is when we give our love offering for the CEC for Life Foundation. Hindi ko sinabi yan, sinabi yan ng patriarch natin. We would like to defend life, we would like to uphold life, then bring your love offering for the CEC for Life Foundation. There is no other way. I pray for Father Terry. We pray for the many children aborted. We pray for the CEC for life. But unless, unless we support it physically, materially, walang kwenta yung sinasabi nating pro-life tayo. So today, I hope you have prepared with you your offerings. As we give our offerings today for the CEC for life, we are not just becoming a blessing. We are also becoming a threat to the kingdom of Satan.
the more we give, the more we support life substantially, the more Satan is threatened sa atin. So let me encourage you today, let us be a blessing and let us also be a threat to our enemy. Let us support, let us continue to give our love offering for the CEC for Life. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please stand.